What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eve Gigi, where we talk all things health-related. We're going to talk about all sorts of health information, as well as, hopefully, clear up all sorts of terrible health misinformation. What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eve Gigi, where we talk all things health-related. We're going to talk about all sorts of health information, as well as hopefully clear up all sorts of terrible health misinformation. So today, I have a, a good friend, Jenny. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself, like kind of what you're doing, what you're doing now. I know you're doing lots of things, but maybe they're our main focus right now. Well, I have a fitness and wellness studio located um, downtown, and we've been open just over three years. It's a kind of integrative approach to wellness. We offer um, a number of different services all under one roof, which kind of help with the um, need for convenience these days, but also um, it's a wonderful way for a bunch of different professionals to collaborate and really kind of give um, our clients um, you know, a, a whole a holistic approach, a whole whole approach to wellness. So we do personal training, we do um, stretch therapy, massage therapy. We have Pilates. We kind of um, you take a client once once we see them and. <laughs> I can just keep talking and talking and talking. Yeah, so. you can go keep talking. <laughs> go for it. Um. So, yes, I have um, Longevity Fitness, and um, we've been, um, you know, just really um, making kind of our, our name in, in Charleston and um, kind of just kind of looking to see what our uh, next uh, next steps are down, down the road. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the model of putting multiple practitioners and multiple things in one place for clients, you know, like... I love the idea of specializing, right? Like, oh, I specialize in CrossFit or I specialize in running, sure. but like, you know, not everybody's going to be into that. Yeah. And also I feel like you can reach more people and you can help more people. It's almost like the, just, I've been playing with names for this, but like, you know, like a fitness hospital, like hospital has doctors, it has nurses, it has like sure. all these things available. And like, why can't a fitness facility have that as well? It's so true. And, you know, just kind of following the trends over the past several decades, I grew up um, in the fitness industry. My mom was one of the first employees for the MUSC Wellness Center. So Really? I didn't know that? Yeah. So oh, from wow. day one when it opened. So I kind of grew up in that environment and, you know, you know, surrounded the big box gym was the big thing back then. And, um, and then over time, you started to see this major shift to these um, little niche studios. And it's kind of these one service type studios, your bar, your spin. Um, and what those did is they really created that sense of community and that bonding and more personalized approach. And then I think um, it started to move a little bit to the understanding of this need of almost kind of a cross training type approach that bringing in multiple um, styles and, met and methods of fitness mm -hmm. um, is uh, is very useful and can really help people stay motivated, uh, you know, not overusing certain muscle groups, that sort of thing. So um, that's kind of where we came in. And it's interesting, though, you know, this this um, model's really been working for us 
And as we're kind of looking to, um, you know, evolve and, and expand, we're kind of seeing there's also still this uh, desire to have, you know, a place where our clients can go and still work a little bit out on their own, whether it's, you know, a cardio floor or, um, you know, a place to do some training on the off days when they're not with their trainer. Right. Um, so moving a little more into kind of a, a fitness, um, I hate use the word gem lightly, but our, our membership model, a, a membership yeah. model. Yes. So again, that's just one other aspect that will appease, you know, people. So it's not all one-on-one all the time, mm-hmm. but what we've really, um, taken pride in is kind of having this hospitality type approach. So um, I also come from a um, hospitality hotel industry background and grew up. My father was developed in a lot of hotels. So I got to kind of really get a sense of what it means to have just, you know, excellent customer service and really providing um, and servicing needs of of their customers. And that's how we try to treat our clients as, you know, our, our guests. And so um, having these kind of um, gem or model or membership based facilities, but then with a still a personalized approach. I like, I've always been to your facility a couple times and like, it's, that's funny that you say that. I haven't noticed that, but like, no, it's not a hotel when I walk in, but like you come in, you've got like everything you need. You've got like water, you've got like a front desk. You have a a very intentional way of how you built the whole facility of where you go first and where you need to go second. And then where you go third and what happens when you get out. And like, I'm, I have no doubt that that's a big appeal when people come in, they don't even realize you walk into some gyms like, all right, what do I do now? It's just this, huge space like I don't know where to go who do I talk to what happens next right so like being able to put those two things together from you know even just a business standpoint you know what I mean and a customer experience standpoint mm-hmm. because um we talk about this a lot and, and the community is really big but also like the experience of the client like if you give them an amazing experience what's going to happen absolutely they're going to stay around yeah. and then what's going to happen they stay around they're going to be healthier right. and they're going to be fitter so like let's put some time and energy into building a really cool facility and a really cool experience. Absolutely. Um, because not only because, you know, we'll do better as a business, but then people are going to be more likely to be healthy and fit and hang out. Absolutely. Well, just what you said at the end too, they, they'll want to be there. They'll mm-hmm. want to be there. So it's not just a place where they come and work out and leave, but you know, we have clients and they hang out, they'll drop their kids off early and just come and sit in our um, lounge and have some tea and chat with us and, you know, or, or hang out afterwards. And that, and that's actually been a really um, fun new kind of side thing that we're, we're offering where we have community dinners and we're planning our third one um, at the end of this month. And then we're doing another one in May. And it's just a way for us to get a little more time with our clients in a more socialized setting. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then it offers a way for them, you know, to invite um, some friends or family members that they've been trying to get into the gym, but may not feel quite, you know, sure or ready yet, but they can meet us and, and my staff on a, in a more casual setting and, um, you know, enjoy some good food and conversation. And, and it's just a nice kind of bridge into, into yeah. the studio or just to kind of get out of the studio and, and, and kind of enjoy each other. So that's been a lot of fun. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that, yeah, you got to decrease some of the fear mm-hmm. around it. You know, we've both been in the fitness industry or working out for a really long time. So maybe harder for us to relate, but like probably that first step into a gym is super scary for somebody who's never worked out before. But if they have already met you and they know you, 
and then come in that first day and they probably can decrease a ton of that anxiety. Absolutely. You know, that's interesting because again, um, when you walk into like a big gym, it can be very intimidating because there's no one there to really for you to connect with immediately. So you're kind of like going, where do I, where do I go? What do I do? Like you Mm -hmm. said, and that's something we really do try, um, to, um, you know, deter at longevity. It's still, I think for anyone walking into a new place is going to be intimidating. Yes. But, um, but again, like you said, having, um, having some guidance, having someone right there to greet them the moment they come off the elevator, um, definitely helps. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that you do the dinner thing. We actually do a similar, we do a uh, monthly happy hour. Yes, I know. I have it on. I really want to come. Yeah, you got to come. Yeah. yeah. You know, and if nothing else, like it's a place for us as a staff to kind of get out and see each other in a social setting. Definitely. Like, definitely for some of our referral partners or some of our patients, just like come out and hang out and have a beer with us. And uh, I never even thought about, you know, the secondary effect of probably just, you know, having people who don't know us yet mm-hmm. and maybe... I don't know, intimidated by physical therapy or don't necessarily like know they want to see they can come and have a, get a yeah. chance to meet us in a, again, more social relaxed setting. Yeah. Like said, that's, <clears throat> that's really smart. The other thing I want to like, that I just thought about that I kind of want to focus on mm-hmm. is you had this really great patient, you know, patient customer experience. Mm-hmm. And for us, like, you know, we're all cash, like it's a little more higher mm-hmm. end. You're a little bit more higher end facility mm-hmm. too. What I love about that is the buy-in that you typically get with your clients. Yes. Right. Like, you know, that's another reason. Cause what's the main goal? Like, I know you relatively well at this point, your main goal is to get people as healthy and as fit as possible. Absolutely. Right? To, and like to improve and maintain a quality of life for as long as possible. Right. And to do that, there's multiple things we can do, create a community, but also getting some like financial buy-in. Like how important do you think that really is? Like obviously believing it somewhat, but maybe you can tell us your oh, thoughts. I on think that. it's incredibly important. And you know, I, um, really take a lot of pride in my staff and, and, and they are exceptional, um, you know, trainers and therapists and they, um, you know, provide an incredible service. And so we want to ensure that when our, our clients come in, that they see that value, recognize that. And, um, you know, we've been very fortunate that they, you know, we actually had this, um, initial kind of founders members package that we came up with when we first opened just to help us kind of get a little extra, you know, um, revenue under the belt to help us our first mm-hmm. year. And we were just going to offer it like the first couple months as a, like a little special for the people. So that a really lot of people do that on purpose. A lot of marketing programs make people do that. So you kind of did that naturally. Huh? Yeah. And yeah. you know, but it, it was, it worked out great. I had a, I had a, um, you know, a pretty significant clientele that was following me into mm-hmm. my new location. So there, I called them kind of my, my founding members and other people heard about this special and they wanted to all buy in. And now it's still our number one seller. I mean, and it's a, it's a pretty significant investment up front. Um, we provide a lot of additional perks and, you know, yeah. discounts, but they love it. And it makes them truly feel a part of longevity. Um, like this is, this is their space. I'm a founding member. That's a yeah. cool thing to say. Yeah. It's like, I got stock in Apple. Exactly. You know? Right. It's, yeah. Um, so it's, it's been, it's been great. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's so cool. I think having ownership, like, again, it's just like all this multi-tiered approach to all these things that I just think your your facility is doing really well, you know, that um, you have to have the financial buy-in, you have to have the community, you have to have a sense of ownership. And if you get all those things, you probably don't have a lot of people that drop off. 
No, we've been very, very fortunate. And uh, we're at the point where we're really kind of feeling, feeling our walls because we can only have uh, so many clients in at one, at one time and, and, you know, trainers to, to train them. So yeah, it's a great, it's a great position to be in. Now we're just trying to figure out what we yeah. can do next. Yeah. And it's just, you know, for, for people listening who <clears throat> maybe, you know, thinking about working out or don't work mm-hmm. out. Like, I think that's super important is monetarily to give yourself some buy. Like if you do, I'm sure you've given out free stuff at some point. Oh, yeah. I've given out free physical therapy. Like those people tend not to follow through with mm-hmm. the programs, but if someone comes in, mm-hmm. pay me 175 bucks an hour or whatever, mm-hmm. they're going to do what I tell them to. Right. That's very, very important. Right. And so if you're worried about, Oh man, am I going to do this? Like that is the scary part, but guess what? If you pay money, you're going to, you're way more likely to follow yeah. through. It's know? so true. And and it's so important to um, to find a, a trainer or a therapist that um, that you know you're gonna get out what you what you need and um, and find someone and it, and that usually is an investment, but then you know, like you said, it'll hold you more accountable to really do the do the work and yeah and get where you need to be. Yeah. So how did you come up with the idea? of longevity like well, how did that like tell me the story sure. of how that budded because obviously that's got to be somebody's brainchild well i kind of i grew up doing a lot of different um sports and activities i was into dancing i was uh, an equestrian i played softball i played tennis i i just loved um being active and then of course my parents were both you know semi-professional marathon runners all our vacations was going around and sitting at their finish lines like cheering them on really okay so that was know. a big they ran like together like in the same races in the same races oh yeah oh, maybe wow. boston and la fortunately they did disney every year so as kids we loved that one but yeah um so so that was great to just kind of be inspired by their motivation their drive their successes um and so, you know, I, I ran as well and I loved, I loved that goal setting and, and then working towards something to achieve it. But I, um, my initial career out of college was in, um, international publicity, a completely different field, but uh, that took me to California and I was working, um, in entertainment publicity for a while, which was fun, but extreme amount of stress. And I can imagine. Yeah. So on the side, I used to train, people to run distance races and just loved that intrinsic reward of helping them get there and achieve it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was um, t- doing a lot of Pilates just for my own body and recovering from an old dance injury. And I finally just had this epiphany one day that I, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to, to get into the fitness field as a professional and, um, and help people. So I moved up to the Bay area and went back to college and I went and did it. I took a, I got a degree in holistic health education and nutrition. So very, that is not a degree in Charleston. And that is not a degree. In fact, I think there's three colleges. There's probably more now, but back in um, early 2000, there was a, uh, there was like three in the country, That's and, awesome, though. Uh, but it was great. Yeah. And I was surrounded by a lot of the textbooks were written by people that were in that area. So we got to meet a lot of these incredible healers. And um, I got to do an internship at Stanford University for their athletics. So I got to do a lot of different things and learn from great nutritionists, great um, acupuncturists, Ayurvedic specialists, all these things. And I realized that there's so much out there. Why not try to create a place where you can have a lot of these different right. modalities and, and services and under one roof? So, you know, it, I think you can kind of take a bunch of different um, treatments and put it together to really, um, you know, help help people. So Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Like for me, the best 
uh, trainer, the best doctor, the best physical therapist, whatever, usually has a knowledge from like multiple different, you know, modalities, sure. as you called it, and yeah. kind of combines it into their own thing. Yeah. And is also constantly learning, which I know that you do. Yeah. Di- how do you do it different? How do you sure. do it better? You yeah. know, and like, yeah, that's, I feel like that's the best way to serve people as opposed to like, you can only, um, and I'm just using this as an example, mm-hmm. but like can only do keto or you can only right. do paleo or you can right. only do Pilates. You can only do strength training. Like, no, like probably the more you do in different things with consistency, sure. of course, still going to be able just, I'm going to do this for a week and not right. for a week, but yeah. you know, probably you'll get the best health absolutely benefits and it's so true you have to learn what works for you and your own body and you know again that's why it's nice that we offer um different you know training services and treatments because you know people may come in thinking that you know i'm always used to weight training that's what i that's what i do but then we can can expose them to some other um you know types of training and they like oh i can't get them out of the pilates studio now like they just you know find what really works for them and more likely to stick with it too yeah no that's that's cool. What's the main like uh, entry point that people like typically will find you or start with you? Is it typically the Pilates stuff, or and I've done the reformer class, which, yeah. was, which was awesome, by yeah. the way. Yeah, you know it's so interesting um, because when we first opened, you know, the, the small group class studio was the really kind of big thing. But we, I think, and, and also just because of our location, it's been um, our personal training, and I think most people find us just either from. Um, my initial clientele when we opened and then just word of mouth, but we do a lot of, um, we do a lot of Pilates. We have a, we do a lot of people loving TRX and we do a lot of transient business, which I wasn't expecting. We'd have a lot of people in town, you know, that come in from um, New York, other big cities that are, that travel here often and they find us and come. So that's kind of fun too. Yeah, that's cool. How do you get in that niche? I mean, you know. That's... Yeah, I think a lot of it, again, is downtown. And we use a system software called MindBody, which is yeah. really popular, especially yeah. in the bigger cities. So people are on that and they see us. But um, And you see, like, photos of your place mm-hmm. and it looks very much like it's, like, you know, New York yeah, style. Yeah, a little bit different than, than what you uh, see in Charleston. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. So um, I always love to kind of ask people, like, what do you do? Like, how are you training? What do mm-hmm. you, like... How do you maintain your own health and yeah. fitness? So, well, I um, I'm very much into again mixing things up. I I love um, I mean honestly I love taking our classes. I um, was just taking Bobby's TRX class at our studio this morning. He is phenomenal. Um, and then I do Pilates a couple days a week. I um, I run or I'll do stairs a couple days a week. And then I um, I created this class called sweat therapy about four years ago and it's a mix of pilates yoga street training hit um i'll put to the beat of the music but it's like a playlist that you would want to listen to in your car on a road trip so it's all music that that really kind of inspires and motivates people and it's been a huge hit and it's a lot of fun um for me to to create and, and do and i do it with the group too so it's uh that's one of my probably favorite you created it like you come up with your own workouts with your own cadence yeah. of this like how long does that take that seems like crazy amount of work yeah it was a lot of work yeah. but it was fun because i got to use kind of my old dance background even though none of the moves are dance based but just getting into the it's choreography for sure it like, is i would know to start to like how do you do a workout to it? You know? Right. I know, but yeah. it's fun. And, you know, I, I've trained a couple other of our instructors and, 
And it's been our most successful class. And it, it was, sounds fun. It's what therapy just sounds interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. So, um, and then, and then we can tailor it around. Sometimes we'll do one that's a little bit more, you know, core focused or we'll do a low impact one or, um, so we can kind of tail it around and it's, yeah, keeps yeah, it fun. That's awesome. This is a question I ask everybody mm-hmm. on the podcast. What is your definition of health? So like, you know, if you look at a healthy person or like, you know, you had a definition of a healthy person, what would that look like? Well, you know, what would your definition? Um, I mean, if I was observing someone that I would think is healthy or I feel like someone's healthy, that is, it feels um, very balanced okay. in a sense of, um, you know, feeling happy and positive. I think a lot of uh, health comes from a state of mind. Um, of course, you know, um, physically being healthy, someone that, that takes care of themselves and, um, you know, stays active to what degree depends on, you know, I think that person, but, mm-hmm. and also someone that's, um, that's educated enough in um, how to feed their body to know that, you know, certain foods aren't going to make you feel good and, and not um, help you. And then, and then, you know, just being knowledgeable and aware of, of the foods that do. Yeah. So. That's, that's been an interesting part for me that I've learned from these podcasts is like the awareness piece. And yeah, like, that's the it's even part. when you just like eat, like being aware of what you eat and how it's making you feel, mm-hmm. even how it like tastes and things like that. Like if you just do that one thing, like, Hey, what should I do for nutrition? I kind of tell people to do that now. Yeah. I'm like, just stop and think about what you're eating. Right. And why you're eating it. Yes. And then, you, if you do that for a solid month, guess what? You'll probably end up eating healthier. You're probably going to get rid of the things that you realize don't actually even taste as good as you thought they did. So you know, or true. just like shoving it, you know. Yeah. You know, you know one of the best classes I took um, in grad school was a, um, it was a self-study. And I'm just remember the name, but it was basically we had to do this um, practice for four months. And it was, you know, mindful eating. We had to sit and, and eat without any distractions. Um, at least one, it might have been sometimes two meals a day. We had to do a certain kind of almost yoga type workout in the morning. We had to do um, uh, repeating these affirmations several times a day. Um, so it was just things that it was constantly bringing awareness and um, and just kind of a sense of um, just calmness, a calm sense of just observing, you know, what's yeah. around us and not constantly that rushing through. It was amazing. At the end, people were like, oh, my God, your eyes look so white. Like, you just look so healthy. You have this glow about you. And it was really interesting. And it was just kind of, like you said, being more mindful yeah. about everything that you were doing. And it's amazing how when you are that way, you, you tend to make better choices. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what I've just almost just had epiphany. Like, that's the best way to kind of create a healthy mind and healthy body is kind of from the truly from the inside out. And where mm-hmm. does everything start? Like at the brain, Yeah, you know, absolutely. And like I just went on vacation and came back and like, you know, obviously less stress now. Yeah. Just like I have this kind of clarity mm-hmm. and already within, you know, this is my first morning back, like already back to the hustle and bustle back yes. to just like not yes. feeling stressed out. These are all good stresses, but like, man, I just want to, maintain this right and it's difficult to, it is like, difficult you know to take a whole class to figure it out you know what i mean <laughs> I like i have to like try to do meditation and try mm-hmm. to go to like these are things that you know you have to almost put it in place or it's very true the world is definitely attacking you from every single angle and yeah you know you gotta find ways to push it back it's not gonna happen naturally yeah you know yeah um do you know um dr amen mm-hmm. daniel amen 
Um, so he calls it ants and there's a particular name, but it's all these kind of this noise that kind of gets in our head of all these little things going yeah. on, these distractions or these to do's and all of that. And he's like, you know, his, his big thing is how to get rid of, rid of the ants and really just be able to kind of focus and be aware. And, um, he's very big into nutrition, yeah. but he, he stemmed from, um, neuroscience. So, so easy to get yeah. sucked back in. It's just, it's, it's way too easy to get yeah. sucked back in. So yeah, no, that just shows my, like, I got to maintain that mindfulness. It's a practice. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, just like anything else, yeah. right? It takes, it takes a yeah. ton of practice. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go through uh, a couple Spitfire sure. questions. Ready? Okay. Okay. What are you best at? I love these questions. <laughs> I love these questions. It's always like getting people to be a little bit more uh, introspective and aware. So yeah. like, oh, I'm not, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. Go ahead. Um, you have to pick one thing. Compassion. Love it. Perfect. What do you struggle with? What do you suck at? Uh, time management. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That was an easy one. It's always funny. Some people like super easy to say what they're best at. Some yeah. people, it's always like either one or the other. Yeah. Um, what's the number one thing the public should do to maintain their health and fitness? Uh, uh, learn to breathe. <laughs> I like it. Simple as that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got some fun ones. Okay. okay. Those weren't fun. Um, what is your walkout song? My walkout song. Yeah. You're oh. about to start sweat therapy class, right? And you got the like song that you're walking out on stage to, or oh, you're about God. to teach for 16 hours. I had you... just 10 more seconds. I don't yeah. know. I, um, <laughs> um, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but I'm thinking at it. Um, oh, you can sing it for us. It's fine. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. This is so cheesy, but I'm just going to say fight song. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. No, I've not had that one yet, believe okay. it or not. My daughter loves that <laughs> yeah. song. Oh, my God. I think it's a good song, too. If you wouldn't have been a fitness professional, what do you think you would have been? Would you still be a publicist, maybe? Like, or, you know, um, you know it's, well, that passion of mine is interior design. Okay. Yeah. You'll have to give me an idea of my new space here. I, just, I love it. We're, we just bought a house last summer, so I'm having a lot of fun with that. Oh, there you go. My husband's like, please stop. <laughs> yeah. My wife loves projects yeah. as well. We'll get along. <laughs> um, what's the last TV show you watched? Outlander. I don't watch TV. One of my clients said I had to watch. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's yeah. good. Pick one. Oh, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't heard of that one. I'll have to take a look for sure. Last book you read. Oh, um, you know, I'm glad you asked me that now because I haven't watched, I read a book in a while, but. Um, Even audiobooks count, right? Um, yeah, oh gosh. There, well, I've been reading one on audiobooks called, um, I think it's called The Game. Okay. And um, I just finished the, for the third time, the e-myth, but, um, for, That's such a good one. I know it's so good, but, uh, for our fun, I was reading, um, the sequel to, um, Devil Wears Prada. It's called, uh, Life Gives You Lululemon's a real fun, fluffy book. Okay. It's nice when you want your brain just to turn off. Interesting. Yeah. You gotta have some of those too. Yeah. I'm getting way too much into, I need like a fiction book in yeah. my life, I think. Um, well, yeah. Tell people how they can, uh, find you. Sure. Well, the name of the studio is Longevity Fitness Charleston. And our website is longevityfitnesscharleston.com. And we're located downtown at 163 Rutledge Avenue in the top floor of um, the, the building and right on the corner of Rutledge and Dowdy. It's awesome. What about on social media or anything? And tell us, are you still doing the challenge, right? Yeah. Yep. So I have a, a challenge called, um, it's just the 2019 push-up squat and um, plank challenge. You can find it through my Instagram, which is at Jenny, J-E-N-N-I-E underscore 
the, the letter B and fit, Jenny B. Fit. Um, or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Longevity Fitness Charleston. And um, yeah, love to meet you. Very cool. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Healthy Charleston Podcast. Don't forget your body is resilient, strong, and adaptable. The way to better healthcare and a healthier you is education and empowerment. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, we would love for you to give us a five-star rating at iTunes and or leave some comments. I've had some really fun comments there. Um, Thanks so much. Bye.